You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Hey, what's up? I'm Anthony. This is my wife, Marley. And welcome to another episode of Traveling While Black. Yes, welcome back, everyone. As a brief reminder, our show is based on our experiences traveling. And we base the experiences off of how good of a drive it was, how much fun we had, and most importantly, how comfortable do we feel as black people visiting for the first time? Welcome to the first episode of our first ever camping series. For the next two episodes, we are not only going to be showing you two great options for camping, but also two totally different types of camping. Yes, and for the first episode, it's a type of camping that I never saw myself ever doing, and that's tent camping in the woods. For that, we went to the legendary and somewhat infamous Mount St. Helens to attend the Mount St. Helens Institute's event called Base Camp. Yes. And I will say, as a first-time camper, without the Mount St. Helens Institute, I would not have felt as comfortable as I did. To see how that was, take a look at this episode, and as always, let us know what you think. With the abundance of green forests and access to nature, it is no surprise that camping is a popular activity in the Pacific Northwest. And because we do a travel show based out of the Pacific Northwest, we got a lot of requests asking about camping up here and requests for us to do a camping episode. We knew we had to give the people what they want. So for the next two episodes, we are checking out two type of camping experiences as part of our camping series. First, starting with tent camping in the woods. And I had never camped before in a tent in the woods, mostly because I never saw myself doing an activity that entailed everything I hate. Bugs, the dark, sleeping outside in the dark, with bugs. Luckily for us, we found out about an event hosted by the Mount St. Helens Institute called Base Camp, which offers a rare and exciting opportunity for visitors to camp on the north side of Mount St. Helens. On top of the camping opportunity, the experience offers a designated campsite, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, a self-guided adventure packet, as well as options for self-guided activities. With it being our first outdoor tent camping trip, we were happy that the Mount St. Helens Institute provides a list of recommended items to have for camping. We were less happy, though not surprised, that we had none of it. After making a couple of purchases and borrowing some important items from some friends, we headed off to Mount St. Helens to experience our very first camping trip on the beautiful and iconic volcano. Drive grade. The drive on the day we went to Mount St. Helens was supposed to be a three hour, 28 minute trek that turned into a frustrating four hour trek. Along the way, we encountered a lot of traffic and worst of all, some standstill traffic. We understand part of that is our doing considering the time and the day we left, but still it definitely impacted our drive experience. Of course, the traffic breaks up the closer you get to the mountain. One positive of the drive are the dope views the closer you get to the mountain. FYI, it's at least a 20 minute drive from the last gas station to where we headed on the mountain. So if you do plan on taking the trip, we recommend filling up before heading up. As for the drive all around, beautiful views of the mountain couldn't make up for the traffic and the long ride. We give a three out of five for drive grade. Level of fun. When we first arrived on the Majestic Mountain, we checked in at the Science and Learning Center above Coldwater Lake. After grabbing a quick bite to eat, which was one of two dinners provided as part of the base camp experience, we were finally ready to take on the challenge of tent camping. With it being our first time officially tent camping, plus using a borrowed tent, setting up our campsite was a bit of a process for sure. Luckily, we had an expert resource available to give us some help. For camping newbies, that too is a benefit provided as part of the base camp experience. Ha! Thanks again to the Institute team member, Jared. After we finally got our campsite set up, we ventured out to the first guided hike, a mini evening hike to view the blast zone and watch the sunset. 
While out there, a staff team member told facts on the mountain, as well as told the story of the events and the people on the day the volcano erupted. If by chance you never heard in depth about the 1980 eruption of Mount St. Helens, we can't recommend enough taking some time and looking up some of the stories around that day. They are unbelievable. And on that particular night, so were the mountain views. After getting back to the base camp, I knew it was time to face one of my biggest concerns, sleeping outside in the dark with the bugs. But as it turned out, it really wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Well, forgetting a pillow and a sack to make the makeshift camping headrest, it didn't make for the most comfortable experience. Still, we were dry and warm. And no bugs got in. In the morning, we had breakfast and packed lunch for later in the day. Both of which are provided as part of the base camp experience. Since we were going to go on the guided hummocks hike that wasn't until later, we decided to take part in the activities at the Science and Learning Center. It was actually a lot of fun. We were given a tour of the center, which included seeing volcano monitoring equipment and other artifacts such as archive photos. After the tour, we got to get in touch with our artistic side by water painting. We almost forgot how the simple things can be so much fun. After the artistic break, it was time to get back into nature. It was time for the guided hike through the hummocks. This was one of the dopest hikes we have ever been on. And one of the few we actually finished. Uh, the hummocks are actually the remnants of the north face of the mountain that slid off during the eruption and as a result created the hilly landscape. And the views were even more spectacular than the ones the day before. After the hike, we hit it back to base where we just hung out and played one of our favorite board games until dinner, Monopoly. After dinner, we were in for a pretty cool treat as we got to take in a presentation given by Carolyn Judger, who was one of the last people to see David Johnston, who was one of the 57 people that tragically perished the day of the eruption. After the presentation, the Institute team had a small mini campfire with s'mores for all the guests. Then Mars and I headed back for the final night of sleep in the tent. At the end of both days, we can honestly say we had a blast. Yes, we did. I can't lie that I was surprised, but ultimately it was nice just being in and close to nature. We really had a blast while being able to slow down and take it all in. And even if we couldn't shower. Full disclosure, the Science and Learning Center was open all night to guests and provided access to bathrooms, so at least Mars had that. Still, TWB successfully completed our first tent in the woods camping trip, and I can see it definitely not being our last. Well, we'll see about that. But I'm really looking forward to our next type of camping that is really my type of camping, glamping. <laughs> we also most definitely recommend you all checking out the Mount St. Helens National Monument and more specifically experience the Mount St. Helens Institute's base camp experience. For more information like dates and booking information, visit the Mount St. Helens Institute website or just click the link in the description. As for our experience camping on Mount St. Helens via the base camp experience, we give a five out of five for level of fun. Comfortability for black people. So one would think that sleeping in a tent in the woods on the side of a volcano could in no way provide for a comfortable feeling, let alone for a black traveler new to camping. But in this case, that thinking would be wrong. Yes, and a lot of it is due in part to the friendly and helpful Institute staff and volunteers. From the start, they made everyone feel welcome and strive to make the guests staying for the experience feel like a real community. And we feel they were successful because almost everyone interacted with each other as close friends as opposed to strangers on a camping experience. Yep, no surprise considering their core vision. Also adding to the comfortable feeling is that we saw another black traveler taking part in the experience along with a couple other diverse guests. And of course, really submitting the comfortable feeling is the fact that you know, we know, the whole world knows. Nature loves black people. 
Again, we really recommend you all checking out the Mount St. Helens Institute's base camp, especially if you're new to camping. As for our experience, we give a five out of five for comfortability for black people. We hope you found this episode to be helpful and entertaining. Be sure to check out our previous episodes. Yes, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And check out our merchandise on TravelingWhileBlackSeattle.com. And be sure to reach out if there's anywhere you would like us to check out. Until next time, beautiful people, stay up, stay true, and do you. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.